0: Hey everybody, happy Monday. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast for this week. Uh, So today, uh, according to my calendar, is the start of Ramadan. Uh, And so I wanted to, it reminds me of, um, it always reminds me of part of my 300-hour yoga teacher training, which I undertook uh, in Jakarta in Java, Indonesia, and um, I remember there was a you know, bunch of the trainees um, were good Muslims, uh, you know, practicing uh, and, and uh, fasting during the days, and the studio, beautiful studio, uh, was obviously hot. You know, I guess if you're Indonesian, you're used to the weather, unlike myself. Uh, so there was that. And then we were also doing like hours and hours and hours and hours of really intense Hatha yoga, you know, like th- a three-hour vinyasa, and then a short break, and then a, a, a pose deconstruction, and then a lecture. And it was a lot. Um, and you know, I'm just thinking, these people, uh, you know, no, no eating, no drinking, sun up, sundown, a lot. And I remember at one point, we, uh, my teacher was teaching. We we're doing like an arm balance thing breaking down bakasana and he made this joke about he was telling us you know bakasana actually has straight arms and most people's bakasana particularly if they're actually doing the version that i teach which is using you know using your adductors to keep your thighs on your arms not your skeleton so much um it takes work and uh he was saying you got to do it you got to do it with straight arms and then he was doing this sort of like bakasana push-ups right and he said at one point and there's no ramadan modification and i thought jeez this is tough. So uh, for all of you people that are observing Ramadan, good for you. Good for you. Uh, I have a couple of cool things that have happened um, that I want to talk about too. Uh, in particular, let's start off with this fun one. I got a message. I'll, actually, I'm going to read it. I got a message today. Um, here, here it goes. It says, Hello, lovely lady. I've been meaning to send a message to say, Yay, I finally I did the idea we spoke about in your workshop. But then I thought there's a big likelihood you wouldn't remember who I was. You may still not. Ha <laughs> ha. But thanks for encouraging my inspiration. It's being received really well and I'm FKN. I can say because of my podcast. She was more polite. Fucking loving my clients and my work. So I got to just firstly, obviously, I love getting uh, <laughs> DMs like that. But here's the really cool part about that DM. This, it was sent by Charlie who I met at a workshop that I taught in Melbourne and Charlie that's got to be like 2018 and she Charlie's a photographer and a yoga teacher and I think we're teaching like jinyasa am I remembering that right um and I said to her you know what you should do you should totally offer like branding photo shoots for yoga teachers because you can take the amazing photographs and you can help people with alignment cues because when you're working with a normal personal branding photographer, they don't know to tell you, drop the, drop the front arm or, you know, you know, this would, this would be such a great thing. You should, you know, we went through some pricing, you'd have this package, that package, whatever. Anyway, I haven't heard from her, I don't think, since then, 2018. And today, I get this message. And guess what? She sent me a link. I asked her because I'm immediately obsessed to her photography packages and they are gorgeous. You should see the photos that this woman is taking. Amazing. Uh, Check her out. Yotography.com.au. Follow on Instagram as well. So beautiful, man. So beautiful. I just love it when I get those sorts of as I said to Charlie in my message, I love her I told you so moment. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, I also want to do a shout out to Justine, who um, I also had the very good fortune to talk with today. And I won't, I'm just going to put it this way. Um, she told me today some very cool things, one of which is she has already doubled her income. From last financial year to this financial year, she's already doubled what she made in the previous financial year, and we've still got a quarter to go in Australia. So yes, 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 yes. Um, loving, loving, lo- loving, 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 loving all of these all of these great stories. So uh, congratulations to Justine for that. As well, I also want to do uh, a shout out to Sarah Powell, um, who who's had a difficult time, and to send love to her family and love to Jabu, and uh, just send oh, from one fur mama to another fur mama, uh, sending love over to Sarah as well. So if anybody has a moment, send send Sarah Uh, uh, a bunch of flowers sticker as a DM, um, a little bit of love across the ways over to Sarah Powell. Okay. So today I thought we should talk about, um, those days when you're feeling in a slump, when you're feeling like you just don't have what it takes when it's like all everything in your whole being is saying, I just want to go back to bed, or I just want to get in the bath, or I just want to hang out with my girlfriends, or I just want to play with my kids, or I just whatever. When you have those days when you feel like it is all too hard, you don't want to do it, and if you were in a job, you would call in sick. So the topic of today's podcast is what to do if you want to call in sick. the weekend I was doing my taxation reporting in Australia. That's called your business activity statement, uh, which you have to do if you earn over $80,000 a year in Australia, you have to collect the goods and services tax on behalf of the government. Excellent. Which means that 10% of everything that comes in uh, goes out (laughs) and you have to pay it every quarter. So I was doing that uh, I was doing that reporting. And it, it, as part of that, you know, I was pulling the reports from Stripe, which is what I use for my merchant, you know, my, my shopping cart. I was pulling a little report so that I could uh, put down the merchant fees that I pay each month uh, out of the, the you know, the, the payments that that my customers make. Obviously, Stripe takes a portion and every month I pull the report and figure out What was the total for that month, so that I can claim it back as a business expense? So it was in Stripe making reports, and I, I think I've been using Stripe now uh, since two thousand and seventeen. I think, so it's got all of the data in there for that for that period, and I was just kind of looking at other stuff, and it shows you this graph that shows you the this is how much is this is the activity that's been going on in your account since you started using the thing lifetime reporting is what you're trying to say, Amy. And it turns out that um, that's well into the seven figure area now for me. And I want to be clear here. That's the money that comes in. That's not how much I've got in my hand. That's a different number, but gross turnover since whatever, middle of 2017, it's over a million bucks. And I thought, shit, that's, I mean, obviously if if I actually stopped and thought about it, of course that's how much it is, but Looking at it on the screen, it was like, holy dooly, there's seven numbers in a row before the decimal point. That's exciting. And and I kind of was sort of reflecting on that over the weekend about well, what does it take to make that happen? Um not that not that it's um I don't want to say this, not that it matters about what your number is, but for me, seeing those numbers on the screen made me just go, oh wow. <laughs> this might sound surprising, but made me go, wow. I've got a real business. If anybody has those moments regularly, DM me on Instagram. I want to hear from you. It's, you know, we're all in, we're all in this together. And I had one of those, gee, look at me. I've I've actually got a business here. Um, and so I've been thinking, pondering this over the weekend. How the hell did that happen? Because actually I'm a really lazy person. Uh, if I can avoid something, I'm going to avoid it. If I've got a choice, I'm going to lie down and listen to a podcast. Uh, I could spend days doing that happily, scratching the dog, listening to something and doing nothing. Like that's my sort of preferred state. So how the hell did I get to seven figures? Uh, Mind blowing. And so I've been thinking, well, what's the answer to that question? And I think it's because over that time I've developed some strategies to combat my own sloth. <laughs> because when you're self-employed and you're the breadwinner, uh, you need to have some strategies. You can't just flake out. When I was a manager in in the government sector, if I was if I woke up and had one of those I just can't be shagged kind of days, then I would ring up call in sick, but you can't do that, right? At least not in the full sense of it. If I had a day when I called in sick, for the most part, like I, that was it, that was it done. I was not thinking about work for the rest of that day. It would be there on my desk when I got back the following day after my sickie, but I wasn't thinking, what about this? And what about that? But it's not like that when you work for yourself. It's not like that. It, it can also, it can sometimes feel like it's always humming away. So what do we do? How do we Shift things when we would just prefer to bloody call in sick uh yeah, that's what we 're going to be talking about and and I think that you know it's it, what I want to talk about is not so much the yoga techniques that you can employ because we all have those. take a handstand, take a yoga nidra, listen to a do a do an empowerment visualization, take some this pranayama that pranayama. Uh, we know all of that stuff as yoga teachers, but sometimes we need something else. Sometimes we need something else. So what I want to talk about is the three different techniques that I have found useful to shift my own shears, because like I said, I'm an inherently lazy person. If I cannot do something, I'm not going to do it. You know, I, I'm going to just rinse my cup out every morning instead of filling the sink and making the bubbles and doing if there's only one cup, why why run a whole sink of dishes? Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying I wear my underpants front ways back ways, and the inside out. I'm not that lazy. But I when I talk about efficiency gains, I'm not the sort of person who's talking about efficiency gains so you can get more in. I'm talking about efficiency gains so you can do less. I can't remember which one of the podcasts I listened to, like a fiend, but one of them has uh, an ad for this new. I won't, again, I won't name names. If, if we listen to the same pods, you probably know it. But there's quite a famous person in the fitness space who's launching a brand new podcast, and there's ads running for this podcast. And I've got to say, by the end of her ad, I'm fucking exhausted. She's like, if you're like me and you want to get more out of life and you want to, and I'm just thinking, whoa, Chickie, I don't want any of that. I want to do less. I want to calm down. I want to be quiet. I want to just go in. I don't want to like 60X your fucking life. That's not my jam. So given that you could argue that I have some sort of kappa tendencies when it comes to productivity and and, and, um, workload, here's my tips for what I do when I'm having one of those days where if I was working for someone else, I would just call in sick. Okay. So we need to start with the premise that, uh, in my business, I record everything that needs to get done in my Google calendar. And you've probably heard me talk about this before. And certainly if you're my client or you've been in GYYB or in the mastermind, you know that I believe life works better when you run it through an electronic calendar. And for me, Everything that needs to get done, it's not on a to-do list, it's not rattling around in my mind, it's not in my morning pages, it's in my calendar and as I have the thoughts and ideas about, oh, I mustn't forget about this or I've got to go do that or in the future I'd like to think about such and such, all of that gets put down into the calendar so that it's actually attributed to real time and this is the premise of you can't know liberation if you don't know bondage, you can't know freedom if you don't have constraint. I genuinely believe that putting everything into your calendar will give you more sense of free time because once you've done all of the things, then you get to do whatever the hell else you like. But today we're talking about, well, what about if you don't want to do all of the things? So premise is you've got your tasks listed in that calendar um, that, that you, air quotes, should be getting done for that day. And I've got one, two, I've got three like I said, three techniques, and then I've got some um, extra bits that I'll talk about as well. So tip number one is to go look at your schedule for that day. So let's say what's well, Monday, you wake up, you think, "Ugh, I just can't be fucked. Like I really, I really would just want to call my boss and say, um, I've got a bit of a cold I'm not coming in. So step one, open your calendar and look at everything that you've got listed to do for the day? What is on the agenda? And then look at everything and delete anything that doesn't actually have to happen. Because if you're like me and you put all of the tasks that need doing into your calendar, chances are some of that stuff doesn't really have to happen at all. It might be a nice idea. It might be something that you thought was a, that you wanted to do last week But in this moment, how you're currently feeling, does it even have to happen at all and delete all of that stuff? So for example, I had a task in my calendar a couple of weeks ago that was uh, I wanted to upgrade the the social media schedule that I was using. I wanted to upgrade it because I wanted to share on all of these other platforms as well. And when it came time to do that task, I looked at it and thought, well, that's still a valid task that, you know, if I did that, I would get that. But at this point in my business, I don't want to be on other social media platforms. So there's no point me upgrading to the next level payment so that I can get the next level of efficiency because I don't want to use it right now. So that task got deleted. So starting point number one, look at all of the things that you're supposed to do and delete anything that just does not have to happen at all. If there is stuff in there that might be nice or that maybe you could get to, if it doesn't, if it's not um, essential, if it doesn't matter if it happens or not, delete it, delete it, delete it. Nice maybes, delete, get rid of them, delete. Step number two is move what doesn't have to happen right now. So for example, um, I, when bills come in, I put them into my calendar to remind me to pay them. I don't know, pay your gas bill, pay your car insurance, whatever. Uh, if that thing doesn't have to get paid today, then I'll move it out a few days today. I want to stay in bed. Okay. Well I'll pay the water bill on Thursday. No one's coming to cut the water off if I just move it over to Thursday. Or maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you want to um, upload a whole bunch of videos from your Zoom classes last week and you're going to upload all of them today. Nobody knows you're going to do it. It's a special extra thing you're doing for your community. You still want to have it happen, but it doesn't have to happen today we're in charge of our time. We're self-employed. It's one of the boons. So anything that's not essential, not critical or urgent, move it, move it, move it to another day. Now don't move it all to another day so that now you have twice as much things to, twice as many things to do on a day where you just have one human's normal, you know, Maya-ridden manifest time reality. Don't make yourself crazy, space it out. But if it doesn't have to happen today, move it, reallocate it to another period of time. Don't just put it on, don't just cross off your to-do list and put Tuesday on it or whatever, actually move it into your calendar. So it is, uh, uh, so it is given the time that it deserves. Just not today. You're not letting it go. You're not deleting it. You're not canceling it. You're not giving up on yourself or self-abandoning or anything like that, or being a irresponsible business owner. You're simply reassigning a task to a time when your energy will be such that you want to get it done. And then the third step is everything that remains, batch it. So smoosh it all together and set yourself a time limit to get it done. I don't know what maybe you've got to send out your newsletter, clear your inbox, make an invoice for somebody and get back to somebody else about uh, a room booking. I don't know update your insurance, whatever. Maybe there's a couple of things that actually they have to happen today. So put them all together, give yourself, make it a stretch goal. Like don't give yourself too long, but don't make it so short that you feel like you're failing. Give yourself a time limited uh, window to achieve those tasks and sit down and get them done. So again, look at, if you're having one of those, I wish I could just call in sick days, Step one, open your calendar, look at all the tasks for the day, and delete anything that doesn't actually have to happen. Delete it. Get it out. You don't need to do it. I'd much prefer you to be on your mat, in your garden, with your kids, baking banana bread, whatever the hell else you want to be doing, than unnecessary clicky-clacky on the keyboard, really. Two, move anything that doesn't have to happen today. If it's not urgent, reassign it, and 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 reassign it, in, it, it, it by allocating it another time on your calendar. Not just putting it into your mind that you'll oh, I'll do that one tomorrow. No, no, because then it's just cluttering up your mind. Slide it over. It's So easy to slide stuff around in your Google Calendar or whatever you use. Outlook, I don't care. You get my point. ICal, have at it. Move it. Step three of, of the of the actions that remain, i.e. whatever is left over, smush them together and give yourself a stretch, goal, time period to get them done. Maybe it's two hours, maybe it's 90 minutes, maybe it's an hour, maybe you only need half an hour and sit down and freaking do it. They're my three steps. How does Amy, who's fairly lazy when it comes to business, manage when she just doesn't feel like it. That's what I do. And then there's two extras. These are your bonuses for this week, folks. And and these ones are more the mindset. These these are more the mindset stuff rather than the uh, action sort of. This is more the Shakti than the Shiva, if you like. So the first one is to release about... 95% of all judgment on the quality of the output. If you're having a legitimate, genuine meh day, this is not the time to be a perfectionista. This is not the time to be triple checking your grammar. This is not the time to be obsessing that something looks exactly right. This is the time to be getting it done and moving on radical done is better than perfect on days like this. Now, when I made my notes for this, I originally wrote release all judgment of the outcome, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I, I crossed that out and I put 95% because you don't want it to be, you know, total shit. <laughs> right. And I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this podcast, that's not how you like to conduct yourself in business anyway. <laughs> like we have some standards, but not those relentless self-standards that actually make us take too long to get something done. Get it done in a way that you're, yeah, you know, good. It's good. I t- can tick it off. Is it my best work? No. But on days like these, we're not looking for our best work. We're looking to just tick things off and move on. Not, not in a sloppy way, not in an unprofessional way. This is why you don't You don't let go of all judgment. You still need to be discerning. But please, when you're having a day when you just, the idea of getting out of your pajamas is almost, you know, incomprehensible. You don't need to be triple checking your email, sending it to yourself as a test, looking about what it looks like in your inbox, triple checking all of the links. You know, if if you sent out an email today and it had the wrong freaking link in it, it's going to be okay. You can send out another one tomorrow. You know, today is not the day for that. Just get it out, get it done. And then the last tip again in the sort of the more Shakti space is once you've done the things, once you've deleted what doesn't have to happen, moved what doesn't have to happen today, and got done what can't be moved or deleted in a way where radical done is better than perfect is your mantra, then you've got to stop and you've got to rest and you've got to turn off the computer and you've got to give yourself the day off like really listen to your body what does it need do you need to go shopping do you need to I don't know just take a drive that's one for me that often happens I just need to get out I just need to get in the car and just drive around for a bit Um, certainly when we were doing lockdown I spent a lot of time just driving because you can't get out of the car to look at stuff, but I just couldn't be at home by myself anymore. Now, what do you actually, do you need to get back into your pajamas? It is a no bra, no way day for you. I don't know. But whatever it is, once you've done those tasks, you must then give yourself what you need, because that's the whole reason you've been through this process. And, you know, just in conclusion, Also having the the tenderness to recognize that this is not going to happen every day, that this is not how you show up every day. This is an intervention approach for when you still desire to be a reliable business person and you also desire to nourish and care for yourself in the way that your body is telling you you need. So no judgment about your conduct on days like these. Look, if you're having one of these a week, we need to talk. Something's amiss. Uh, But if this happens every month or every couple of weeks, and certainly for those of you who are still in lockdown, if these are becoming more frequent, it's okay. This is not your status quo. This is not the way that you, this is not just how you roll. These are anomaly days. They're treated as such and they get to be respected and honored. When your body tells you, nah, something's going on there that needs to be attended to. And (laughs) us, you know, yoga teachers, my goodness, we would never tell a student to just push through something. We would never tell a student to overexert. We always say things like, listen to your body. So the same is true for you at the desk. It's not that, you know, there will be sometimes when I'm at a class and the teacher will say, okay, take another vinyasa or meet us in down dog. And I'm just going back to down dog. I don't need to take that other vinyasa right now. I'm good. Or um, okay, it's Irvidanarasana, or if you want Satyubanda. Girl, I'm taking Saturband. Can I do Urvadanarasana? Yes. Is it the day for it? No. The same is true in your business. Sometimes you just want to take a sick day. And this is my methodology so that you're not uh you're not just crashing and burning, because I don't think as I mean, I can speak for my—I can speak for myself here, and I guess only speak for myself. If I indulged those days all the time, then well, certainly my clients would have lodged complaints, and rightly so. Uh, I, my business wouldn't grow as it has. Uh, I would have a build-up of administrivia that would, you know, just keep me up all night. I don't think you can just walk away from everything. Obviously, there's. I'm not talking about life emergencies. I'm talking about these days when you wake up and go, oh, I just can't be shagged. You still need to do some of the things, but you certainly don't have to do all of them, and you don't have to do them to the relentless self-standard that you're probably trying to hold yourself to. One, delete what doesn't have to happen. Two, move what has to happen to a on a but not now, to a different day. Three, set time limits, smush it all together, and get it frickin' done. B less attached to getting it right than you normally would be. And once it's done, tools down and listen to your body. Do what it tells you it needs. Okay. So today I'm going to finish up this episode with a little bit of information about the Keep Growing Mastermind. And in particular, I want to talk about this because starting on the 1st of May, I will be uh, welcoming in up to four new people into the mastermind. So if you have thought about joining Keep Growing in the past, or if this might feel as I explain it like the next step for you, uh, you can check the link in my in the episode notes of this uh, podcast for the information page where it's got all of the information and it's also got the application form. So do get your applications in if you have an interest in joining my mastermind. So let me tell you a little bit about it. Uh, Keep Growing is a small group mastermind. Uh, We never have more than 12 people in the group at any one time. And it is a six-month minimum commitment. Uh, some people come for six months. Some people come for years. Some people come for six months and leave for a while and come back for another six months. Uh, but it is a six month minimum commitment, and it is designed for yoga teachers who are looking for the uh, both the one to one coaching support from me, and also the group environment and the peer support. The, the looking to really have um, meaningful relationships with colleagues as they grow their yoga business. It is for yoga teachers who are beyond the set up stage. So it's not for you if you're just starting out or it's not for you if you're looking to, you know, build your own website or figure out what your offerings are. It's for yoga teachers who uh, who are a little bit further down the road. Maybe you're looking to Uh, take your income to the next level. Maybe you're looking to transition from one business model to another. Maybe you're looking to have my support to launch your first yoga teacher training, uh, to start a studio, to close one. These are the, the sorts of things that people have worked with me on in the past in the mastermind. It's also for yoga teachers, like I said, who really want to have a tight close group of peers that they can work with, learn from and support in their own growth. So if you've ever found that you've tried to find a masterminding buddy, you've tried to have like local yoga teacher potlucks and and sharing circles and they haven't worked, uh, or if you've ever signed up for some kind of business training where you've felt kind of lost in the noise because there's just so many people in it, then take do take a look at this because it might be the perfect alternative. Essentially, it's a, like I said, it's a small group and what every, uh, twice a month we get together for a group coaching call. They're on Zoom and they run for two hours and we Uh, everybody, we take it in turns and people get their own individual coaching. And we also do some things for the whole group. At the beginning of those calls, I ask people to report on their stats, not as a way to compare between each other, because it's not about that, but it is about having some accountability checkpoints so that you can actually measure am I working towards my goals? Am I growing in the way that I desire to? Is there something underlying in these statistics that I couldn't see for myself that might need adjusting that that Amy can help me with? And so we do things like, how's your mailing list growing? How's your social media growing? What was your turnover in the past two weeks? Have you had any new significant clients or uh, studio memberships or things like that and we also talk about have you secured yourself any new promotional opportunities so we start with these sort of conversations about metrics and then we move into the uh, one to, it's in the group environment but it's laser coaching where everybody takes a turn in getting coaching and support from me in addition to those two-hour sessions that happen twice a month, you'll also receive a one, you'll receive one, a one, one 45-minute coaching session with me, just you and me. They happen the first week of the month and you schedule that in at a time that works for you. So once you sign up, uh, I'll give you access to my online calendar and you just book those in at the right time for you, uh, which which is, you know, really important at the moment because we're into that six months of time where (laughs) it feels like we're all that little bit further away from each other. No, that's not true. It's just, if you live on a giant island in the middle of nowhere, aka Australia, uh, time zones are a thing. So you get to book in your one-to-one session at a time that really works for you. One of the great things I think about the Keep Growing Mastermind is we also have um, an accountability process, a weekly accountability process where we all share a document It's on Google Drive so everybody can access it. And every, at the start of the week, you put your goals for the week and at the end you just do a quick check back in and see how you went. Because, again, this is a group for people who want to grow, who want to really make a change and who know that if left to their own devices, they may not achieve what it is that they're looking for. But with a little bit of transparency and sharing of what their goals are, they're much more likely to actually make them happen. And I know for me, if I tell, if I tell someone, I'm going to do this thing, the chances of me actually doing it, well, you just heard about the lazy situation before, they're like 100% as opposed to, I don't know, 35 if I hadn't have told anybody. So if you are looking for accountability, if, if you know that you do have what it takes but sometimes you get in your own way, then the weekly accountability check-in process is a really supportive tool and it also really helps you get a handle on uh, your progress over time as well as mm, getting a more realistic sense of how long things actually take. One of the problems I see often with, with yoga teachers in this community is we can sort of catastrophize things. It's going to take me all day when actually it's going to take you maybe 30 minutes. Uh, And we build up this story about how gargantuan something is when it's actually much more achievable. And so by logging what your goals are in a week, you'll start to get a sense of if you're, if you're not meeting your goals every week, well, maybe it's because you're being too ambitious with what you're setting. Maybe that's an unrealistic target, or maybe there's a productivity gain to be had in there so that you are achieving your goals because you're working differently, not less, not more, but just differently. So that's, Uh, another tool that that you'll uh, receive in the mastermind. You'll also, if you fancy, it's up to you, uh, get access to um, my uh, uh, social media confidence course, if you haven't done that, or if you'd like to come back and do that, as well as my Facebook ads know-how course as well, which is coming up later in the year. So those things um, are available to you also, when you sign up, we have a Facebook group for the Keep Growing Mastermind. Um, and that group is where you will uh, interact with the other members of the mastermind, but also where you'll get as much support as you can handle from me. So it's in that way, it's like having me as your personal coach because you can post whatever you are working on in that group, tag me, and I'll go check it out for you. So if you want me to review your sales copy, you want me to check your ads. Um, one of the things I'll ask if you uh, sign up is to get access to your Facebook ads manager so that I can just go in on the back end and see, is it working? How do the numbers look? Um, Whatever, how to deal with a difficult client, reviewing terms and conditions, whatever it is that you need from me, you get that ongoing access as well through the Facebook group. So that's, that's super powerful. And then what you also get in that Facebook group is there's oodles. It's like nearly 25, I think, um, interviews with my colleagues, friends, and, and, um, contacts about all sorts of other areas of business that you'll find really useful. Tips on editing video, tips on optimizing SEO, tips on delivering a signature presentation, tips on firming up your branding, tips on styling for a photo shoot. I mean, all sorts of things, public speaking, um, uh, conflict management. There's all sorts of expert uh, interviews that we've done over the t- over the years that you can watch and receive that additional training as well. So that's what the program is all about. To reiterate, it's not for everybody. Uh, it is for a small group of people. It is by application only because the group dynamics are really important to me um, And also it's, it's, it is for teachers who are looking to go to wank jargon alert, the next level. Um, and that's going to be different for everybody. Uh, but, and and that of course, right. It might be, like I said, it might be, we're going to open a studio or I want to start an online program or I want to, I want to pivot into coaching and get that off the ground or I want to build an automated sales funnel or whatever, But you know that you're ready for the next step up. Actually, I want to go from, I want to go to consistent 10K months or I want to go to, I don't know, easy six, multiple six figures in a year, whatever it is for you. It's just that you know that you've got the basics down and now you're ready for the next piece. That's who this group is for. The link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash keep growing. Like I said, there are a maximum of, four places available starting the first week of May with your one-to-one session with me. So if you're interested, do check out the page. And if you're interested and have checked out the page, you must submit an application. Um, And once I receive your application, uh, we'll schedule a time to talk. And if that all feels great for you, Um, then you can come and join us. The price point is, uh, 6,000 Australian dollars for the six months. And there is a payment plan option as well. So the link again, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash keep growing. I can't wait to see your application. And as always, if you have any questions about that, just DM me on Insta uh, at amyyogabizcoach. Happy to help. Okay, everybody, that's us for this week until next week. Take good care.